0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Under the Fig Tree. I'm Troy. I'm Bruce. We have a wonderful conversation for you today. And before we get into that, we do want to throw a shout out to our good friend Priscilla Reese, and we wanted to make sure that we draw some attention to her business. Uh, Priscilla makes some wonderful scented candles. If you have the opportunity, and if you can, go to ElFaro.com, and you can see an assortment of candles that she has. They're made from a lot of natural products and all this kind of stuff, so you don't have all the artificial poisons and stuff like that, and releasing all kinds of chemicals in your house mm-hmm. when you start to burn them. It's All natural. Good stuff. El Elfaro, that's E-L-F-A-R-O dot com. And Priscilla, we appreciate all that you do for the kingdom. Today in studio, we have Jasmine Boozer with us. Woohoo!
1: Hello. Happy
0: to be here. We are glad to have you here. And... We wanted to talk to Jasmine today, and we wanted to get her thoughts on a couple of things. Jasmine is one of these creatives in the <laughs> kingdom. <laughs> 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 She's one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to tell you what, we need creatives in the kingdom We do uh, so things don't get stale. I, yeah. I will always say this, that we don't need to change the message, but we can change the packaging and one one thing the creators do or creatives do is they help us to change the packaging. The message of the, of the cross is still the same. That's it's right. just wrapped differently.
2: Um, I I would even go go a little further Troy and say that I I believe God has raised up creatives. Uh, you said you said a moment to keep it keep it from getting stale. Yeah. But when you think about one of the most I would say well-known aspects of God is his creativity. Absolutely. And so when I think of creatives, I automatically think of the father's creativity, that he makes a million different colors of red,
0: <laughs> you <Yeah>. know <laughs> you know, just
2: red, you know what I'm saying. And so I, I believe that the creatives also help move the kingdom forward, yeah and cause the kingdom to consider the things that would maybe normally not be considered as possible. Sure. Because you have those that paint the expression of God in their heart. You have those that write the expression of God. You have those that sing. You have those that play. You have those that do really weird stuff, but it's (laughs) creative stuff. You have those that are app designers. Sure. You have photographers, right, that can take a picture that almost brings tears to your eyes or brings wonder or causes you to just look at the picture and you begin to laugh, you know. And so... When I think creatives, man, my my mind just goes in so many different directions because I think of how big God is and how he has shown us how much he cares about creativity.
0: Absolutely. So, Jasmine, I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay. So, my name's Jasmine. I'm a videographer, photographer. That's my creative field. I also do uh, graphic design and design uh, aspects. I've been... I didn't know I was creative until probably uh, end of high school, early college. Um, I wanted to get into communications. And I picked up a camera, and I completely fell in love with it. I loved all the artistic elements of it. And I've always said I'm the type of creative that some people can paint a picture out of nothing. And it's a lot more fluid. I'm a structured artist. So there's there's a a right way to take a picture and yeah. there's a right way to light something and there's a wow. right way to edit something. Um, so I like creating in bounds, which is a lot of creatives don't like to do that, but, um, that's just how my mind works. So that's kind of the realm that I sit in.
0: So creating within bounds, what does that look like to you?
1: Creating in bounds, just kind of, what are the rules? Like there, there's rules of photography. There's the rule of thirds. Um, you know, there's, got it. There are rules of what makes something look good. And I think that's something that has been lost because culture as a whole, because we're so open to everything, anything, quote unquote, mm-hmm. is considered art. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, we've point. kind of missed beauty in pursuit of everybody's whatever pursuit right. being considered art. Not everything's art. Right. The, there's aspects to creating with God and there's aspects of what is considered art and what isn't considered art. Just because you put paint on a canvas and you splatter it everywhere that, that might not necessarily be artistic. So that's what I mean by creating a balance.
2: Yeah. So that's awesome.
0: Here's a a good question to get us really rolling. Where do you see the creatives such as yourself? Where do you see that you fit in the kingdom?
1: I think right now, um, right now, like I said, I'm a videographer photographer and so a lot of churches are really into branding themselves right now, and I know that can be a dirty word in the church, Yeah, but it's how you do it. One thing that I love and I would point any creative to is uh, Mercy Culture and how they uh, handle creatives and how they treat creatives. They basically give them an outline of, hey, you, you have free reign to be creative, but you have to make sure that it's honoring to God. And so that's how creatives fit into the kingdom is – keeping your eye on the prize and the prize is Christ. So how do I tell the message of the gospel? How do I tell whatever the sermon is supposed to be? I mean, some creatives every week they get a new uh, sermon from the pastor. You know, how do I convey this that displays the heart of God? If you keep that at the forefront, you, you
0: won't go wrong. No, it's a great answer. So I'm, I'm not very creative at all. this is shocked that I'm actually doing a podcast. Uh,
2: I beg to differ because you're doing a podcast. (laughs)
0: Maybe so. I don't know. (laughs) i I I often see, like you said, it's a dirty word. A lot of times the branding and stuff like that. So I think sometimes it can go a little bit overboard. Yeah. Where do you find that balance? What do you, I mean, I understand honoring God. Yeah. Is there anything else besides that where you find the balance? How do you know if you've gone too far into marketing and branding your own kingdom as opposed to pushing his?
1: That's a great question. I would say, like you said, first and foremost, it's honoring God, but also, you know, honoring your quiet time with God where you're maybe not being creative, where you're just learning the word and getting it in you and studying to show yourself approved, doing things that maybe aren't creative to strengthen your own relationship with God. One thing if I could tell creatives is don't treat God like a muse Mm. Um, because a lot of creatives (laughs) will go to God when they have, when they need to create something like God, I got an assignment, you know, I have Mm. to draw this thing or do a design or I have to, you know, and that should not be the only time that you go to God. So how do you make sure that you stay in alignment with Christ is I need to go to God because I need to go to God, not because I have a art assignment, not because I have something coming up, but Mm. he is my father. And from that relationship I create.
2: Yeah. Oh man. That's perfect. That's perfect. (laughs) perfect. Because, because that's, that's the same formula for everything in the kingdom. Sure. Yeah. For, for, for being a, I I should say it like this, for being a producer Mm -hmm. of whatever you're called to produce. Yeah. That is the formula. It's the relationship, and then whatever is produced, the offspring, for lack of a better term, right, It's supposed to come out of that relationship. So that's, that's perfect. That's exactly what it's supposed to be across the board, not just for creatives, but for every, every kingdom dweller because there's purpose in all of us. I agree. You know, um, that, that's, yeah, that's great. Um, I write. I, it's. It may sound weird to some people. I would. I would rather write than talk to you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if if that were possible, it's not possible. But I would rather <laughs> express myself in writing yeah. than talking to you. I've had to practice talking to you. You know, talking yeah. to people. But um, yeah. I, but I've been writing poetry since I was about twelve, mm-hmm. and um, and I still do it. I don't do it nearly as much, but. But what you just said, Jasmine, plays for me personally, plays into that completely. Because when I'm not spending what I would call adequate time with God, then that creativity wanes. It wanes big time. Yeah. And now you're just busy. Yeah. And I hate the word busy. So I'm using it very deliberately because that's what then it becomes even in the kingdom, even doing kingdom stuff. You know, and now you're not productive. So for me, I'm changing for this last several years. I've been changing my vocabulary from busy to productive and looking at things from that grid. Am I busy or am I actually being productive? Because in order to be productive, I have to be spending time with God, to your point. Right. And if right. I'm spending time with God, it's amazing the things that just start, you know, that it's just there. You yeah. Know, so that's great.
1: There is a difference between being busy and copying and then being creative because yeah right now in the digital space there's a lot of echoers and Mm -hmm. it's very Uh hard to find a an original thought wow and that is just because i i you know you've seen the enemy really attack creatives here lately and that's just because you know hollywood is the place to go atlanta's the place to go new york's the place to go Mm -hmm. and those are cities that do not honor god as a whole right i know there's believers out there sure but as a whole. <laughs> that's no shade on everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's no shade on yeah. everybody. But the believers down there got to do some work.
2: Yeah, for real.
1: And so, you know, the enemy has tried to hijack the creativity mm-hmm. of creatives and has just produced a lot of copiers and echoers. But a truly creative person gets there. He's the ultimate creator. He created everything. And he a creator creates things out of nothing. That is what a creator does. So if you find yourself copying. If you find yourself looking at other people for inspiration, I'm not saying that's always wrong cuz sometimes we we have yeah. to do what we have to do. I, I yeah. have a job where I'm a photographer full time, I'm a videographer full time. So sometimes, you know, if I haven't had my quiet time, my yeah. deadline is still Friday. Right, right. So it's, I got to look
2: it's, it's the assignment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. got
1: to look and see, but in, you know, my personal creativity, right. I have to spend time with God and it has to come from it should come from nothing. Right. Meaning it it shouldn't be something seen before. It shouldn't be something that or maybe it is and it's repackaged different. But you can tell the difference between, okay, this person heard from the Lord Mm -hmm. and they created this awesome piece or this person saw this awesome piece and just redid it. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a different feel to it.
2: Yeah, man, that's interesting, man, because as you were talking, I thought about and I guess I'll I'll express it in a way of a question. You mentioned about okay, the difference between okay, I'm on a job, I get paid to do this, I've agreed to do a particular thing mm-hmm. and receive payment for it. Yeah. Job, right? And and so the question that came up as you were talking in my mind came up was can you tell the difference? You do a piece to meet a deadline, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but but then when you but you've spent time with God in your personal time and you do a piece maybe similar, but you can see how much there's something else about that. That's more, there's more beauty there. There's more something there. You can tell the difference as well.
1: Yes. And actually my employer can too. And they just don't know it. Wow. Um, Mm -hmm. My employer is uh, not saved. Mm -hmm. Um, Both of my managers, my VP and my uh, other manager. And um, I had an idea and um, I asked the Lord, I was like, I don't, you know, I have this video I have to do and it has to be done by Friday and I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Lord showed me a picture of something that I saw years ago that went out of style was like draw my life, but no one had done it in years. And he was like, talk about the story of the company in like a draw my life overshot kind of thing. And I remember that everybody thought I was crazy because I was in the studio and I was cutting up pieces of paper and I was drawing stuff. And I was like, what is she doing? And it, this was in my first two weeks of the company, it blew up over everything they've ever done in the past. Wow. Yeah. And wow. my employer was like, you know, I where did that idea come from? I cannot believe, you know, you thought of something like this. I, you know, yeah. I, I've seen stuff like this, right. but I haven't seen quite something like this. You've got to give glory to God yeah, because yeah. he yeah. touched it, yeah. you know? And yep. so even unsaved people can tell when you are copying right. and when you are Actually, it actually creating. inspired by God. Yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. I think that's a really cool thing. It just points to me you know, where the Bible says that the, all the earth declares the glory of God. Yes. You know, we can't deny his creativity. That's right. Even the unsaved can look at a waterfall and say, Hey, that's beautiful. Or, you know, yeah. they may not give him credit for creating it. Right. But you know, they can't deny the beauty of it. I wanted to ask you about this because you had mentioned this, um, because you do have the lure of Hollywood. And, you know, uh, the bright lights of New York. And I'm not even sure what to call it in Atlanta. <laughs> the swamp. <of> Atlanta. <laughs> I'm not even sure what to call it. Listen, people of Atlanta, we love Any you. Any Atlanta listeners, I'm so we sorry. Love you. We love y'all you. are great. We love you. <laughs> y'all are great. It's oh, just a city. Oh, God bless
2: Atlanta.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we love you. Uh, but w- when people are, that you know are born again, the believers, when they're getting pulled towards that, what is the advice you give them?
1: I'm a bit prophetic, so I'm a bit more uh, hard. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that's, that's just... something I need to work on, but this actually <laughs> happened to my friend. Okay, I'm not going to say names, but he's an extremely successful photographer, has worked for Essence Magazine, has worked for big magazine people, and I noticed that Hollywood was affecting him. Okay, And we had a conversation in class about it because we were both in school at the time. And he was like, well, you can't tell creatives how to be creative. It just comes from them. And I told him, well, from you, you should be holy. So even (laughs) if it just comes from you, it shouldn't look perverted. It shouldn't look sexual. It shouldn't look overtly lustful. Right. So if it comes from you and that's what it's producing, then you have bad fruit. Yeah. So that's what I said to him. Maybe I shouldn't have said (laughs) <laughs> said it that hard but my <laughs> advice would be come out from among them and be holy yeah you're not going to be liked by everybody you're not going to be accepted by hollywood right I, and that means you're doing the right thing yeah you're not going to be accepted by these big institutions yeah um but one thing i can say is i've never seen the righteous forsaken right i know yeah. uh, uh of a videographer in uh charlotte and he had to get off social media it was causing some issues in his life. Okay. And, uh, you know, he was like, how am I going to run my business not being on social media? I'm a videographer.
2: Right. <laughs> That's what I'm <laughs> supposed to
1: do. Right. And he listened. And his business blew up. Wow. Yeah. He's well into six figures now. Wow. Well into six figures. Wow. So be obedient, be holy, and God will take care of you. That's yeah. what I would tell them.
2: That's awesome, man. Yeah, you know me.
0: Um, That's awesome. My My criteria for... Success has always been the same thing. Successful people obey God. Yes. Yeah. It never changes. Uh, yes. It has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with fame and notoriety. It has nothing to do with that. If God created you to be this and yeah. you obey God and you become that which he created you to be, you're successful. Yeah. And so I'm, uh, that's a great way. It's a great answer. Yeah. Um, I know we see this a lot. Um, we have playwrights. writers. Yeah. Um, you have people that write TV scripts and stuff sure. like this. And you always have that, hey, you, you're such a good writer. Why don't you, you know, come write for this? And right. it's almost like it's a slippery slope because yeah. uh, I, the enemy always shows you benefits. He sure. never shows you the other side of everything. Sure. He, he tantalizes you with the benefits. So I'm sure that can be a little challenging. Bit. Yeah, I, I, I'm well, sure it can
2: be. I, you know, the Lord showed it to me like this many years ago. It's like looking over a fence into another yard, yeah, and the grass looks green, and everything looks lush, but there's snakes in the garden, mm-hmm. and you can't see them yep. from where you are, from where you are, everything looks like, oh, it's so much better, so much greener, so much lusher over there, but there's actually dangers there mm-hmm. that that's waiting to take you out, yeah, and so you have to listen and trust God, I would imagine f- if it ever becomes about the money.
1: Oh yeah. You've already
2: it, it, you're done. <laughs> done something wrong. You know, you're yeah. done.
0: How do you keep from, I know the answer is probably going to be the same. Do you keep it from being about the money? It's, it's difficult to look past. It's a natural yeah. thing, you know, but what do you, what are some things that you do?
1: Uh, I pray before I take a job because yeah. um, just because it looks good, like we just discussed, it might not be good. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, Ask people pointed question, what's the vision of the shoot? You know what are we promoting? I've had to say no to uh, a shoot. Remember I used to work with um a media company, yeah, and I had to say no to a very lucrative shoot and leave somebody high and dry and it was like a twenty thousand dollar job easy, yeah, but it it was not worth what they were trying to promote, what that right. company was trying to promote right. um, and they were sneaky about it because they didn't say it up front until we asked pointed questions, what are we promoting? They were promoting evil. That's mm-hmm. just really what it was. Right. And, you know, my boss at the time was fine with it, and I had to remove myself from that shoot because wow. that's not, you know, worth it. Yeah. You know?
2: I would say that's tantamount to selling your soul. Yeah. And that sounds yeah. heavy, and it may sound heavy to some of our listeners, but I think at the end of the day, that's really what it is. Making a decision, what is your soul worth? Yeah. Yeah. Because everything that you do ha- has to be done without affecting, adversely affecting, accosting, that's my big word for the day, accosting <laughs> your soul. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. you—you you, you know and, and that's the way all of us should live, no matter sure. what it is that we do. I used to say this a long time ago. I started saying this to one of my employers many, many years ago. You know, you you know what, you know, if, if it's if it's if it's not if it's not illegal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was illegal, unsafe, unethical, and it was one or two other ones in there I threw in there. Right. Yeah. I, I'm, I probably can do it. You yeah. know, I'm still going to, you know, we're still going to scrutinize. But, you know, if it's not illegal, <laughs> unethical, you know, immoral you know and unsafe you know you're asking me to do something i'm prob- probably probably going to be able to do it yeah. unless, unless you're just crazy <laughs> if you're just crazy then you know that's another thing but i think that's the way we all have to live yeah we're all supposed to live like that and trust god as you said for um for taking care of us the moment that it becomes about the money you are now trusting your ability yeah and no longer god's ability
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, I try to tell people, look, with your gifts, whatever God's given you, try not to to become performance-based. Yes. Right? Right. You want to live in a place of sonship. Everything comes out of that. So considering the nature of your job. It's performance. Yeah. (laughs) How do you you subvert that? How do you get around everything becoming performance-based?
1: I try to... Uh, you're going to get complimented if you're talented. Make sure you point the compliments back to God. Remind them that it's not you because, you know, people will begin to cling to the compliments and it becomes part of their identity. Mm -hmm. And those Mm -hmm. are words spoken by man. Right. Those aren't not infallible words. Yeah. So you need the words spoken by God to become part of your identity. Right. So when someone gives you a compliment, just give glory back to God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, also, creatives have to rest one thing I do love about my job is my managers are creative and so I've worked for managers who are not creative and they really don't understand us you know and that's fine but working with creative managers has been a godsend because they understand and one one thing a manager said in one of our meetings they were like creatives need time to just said a word I shouldn't say so I won't say it but they need time to just mess around. Mm-hmm. They need time to just not like wow. take a yeah. walk <laughs> throw a rock yeah. jump in a pool like right. that's part of the creative process and you know corporate America does not want to pay you to take a walk yeah. throw a rock yeah. jump in a pool they do not want to pay you for that. So <laughs> they
0: want results. <laughs> they want results <laughs> they want content they want you to be a machine right. basically. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right.
1: So I'm blessed enough that I have bosses that understand, you know, I've had coworkers who just said, hey, I don't have it today. I'm not feeling creative today. Mm -hmm. Can I just kind of, you know, vibe today? And my boss has been like, yeah. Now, in other jobs (laughs) where your boss is not a creative, um, it's important that your weekends and whatever time you have to just rest and just be you fully, you take that in. Because if you're treated like a machine, you'll start to act like a machine. Yeah, wow.
0: Wow, Ah, that's good advice. That's great advice, man. That's good advice. I know uh, creatives, especially now in the age of social media, uh, with everything going on uh, with the different churches, you know, and how churches promote their events, how they promote. I don't want to say their agenda. That's not what I want to say, but how they promote what they believe. Their voice. Yeah, there you go. How they promote their voice. What are some key things that creatives, because I know there's some that's going to be listening and maybe some of those do work for their church and maybe some of them volunteer for their church. And maybe some of them are thinking about volunteering for their church. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the top things as a creative that you need to do, you need to be aware of when you're trying to put that church's mission or that church's voice out to everyone? What are some of the top things that you can point to?
1: Let me make sure I understand. Like what, what do you need to look for? In a church to make sure their voices.
0: If if I'm working for, if you're the pastor of the church, I'm working for your church. Yeah. And I'm trying to put your voice out there. What, what questions do I need to ask you, the pastor? What okay. What is the message you want to put out?
1: There? Um, make sure it's biblical. Make sure that it, your spirit agrees with what the house is and that you're under good leadership. If you're in a volunteer position, ask the Lord, sit and wait, see what the Lord is saying, I'm not a big fan of sitting and doing nothing at a church. I don't think that's what you're supposed to do at church. Correct. However, pray before you jump, jump into something. And then, you know, ask the pastor, what do you think branding is? What do you want to see? Mm-hmm. What do you, how much do you want to produce? And kind of gauge what they say. If they're saying, like, you know, we're trying to be a big church and we need content and we need this, that could be a pause for, You know, take a pause. Are you some some churches operate more like companies Mm -hmm. and are you okay with being in a church that operates that way? And then you have other churches that are very mission based and they're like, We've gotta do what we have to do to reach the people. Right. I would say those are safer churches to give your creativity to. Right. Because the heart is for the people, not for the brand and the the look and the whatever the case is, Vlad Sabchuk. Are you guys aware of him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a um, a pastor in the, um, uh, what is it called? What do they call themselves? The Deliverance Group? I forgot what they call uh, them, but he runs- the Demon Slayers? The Demon Slayers. He's yeah. one of the Demon Slayers. He talks about churches. His heart for ministry is so awesome because he was like, I got on social media because that's where the young people are. Yeah. That's where- that's how we reach people nowadays. Yeah. It was never my goal to have a million subscribers or a hundred thousand right. subscribers and have people tap into an online campus. That right. was never the goal. Yeah. The goal is to get the lost. So if yeah. you ask your pastor, what's the point of the branding? And he doesn't talk about winning the lost, connecting with people, mm. wow. serving others. I would say that's a red flag. You're probably in a company and, and, not a church. Mm, that's really
0: good. That's a good point. That's, that's really a good, good point. I love that answer. I'm uh my heart is for discipleship. I, I believe that's something that we're all supposed to do. Go out, preach the gospel, not not make church members, but make disciples. Yeah. Right. So we go out and we make disciples. I believe discipleship is an ongoing thing that you're yeah. always being discipled. So in your area with the creatives, what does discipleship look like?
1: That's such a good question. Um, I think creatives have been neglected as a whole Mm. because um, people are afraid of what we'll do with the gospel message. Mm -hmm. They don't trust us. And with that, I would say, why do you have people working for you that you don't trust the God in them?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So pastors and leaders need to make sure that they are employing people, that they trust the Holy Spirit within them. Trust your people. And if you don't, you shouldn't hire them. Right. But as far as discipling creatives, get under somebody who's been creative longer than you. Creatives are, we we tend to be very odd, we tend not to fit, and we can tend to isolate because of that, especially in church, because our creativity is usually very boxed in. And it's just because people are scared that we will mess up a message or convey a wrong voice
2: sounds like prophets in the church yeah kind of <laughs> and a
1: lot of creatives are prophetic yes they yeah. are a lot of creatives are prophetic yeah. and so you know finding an older creative who <laughs> understands you and gets you for me she's a, a friend of the show rosetta yeah. she's a creative woman yeah yes, I, she is. and she has helped me you know i yeah. sit under her right and she just understands when yeah. i'm just like i didn't feel like working today (laughs) i went for a walk (laughs) and i took a random picture of a butterfly and i cried when i looked at it and she's like (laughs) oh yeah i get it you know (laughs) um they just understand (laughs) so finding a creative who uh is older and who's been walking longer yeah um and somebody who can make sure that you are again creating and not just producing like okay i can i can definitely tell that was Holy Spirit inspired and you've been sitting with God and I can feel the voice of God behind that because creatives know the process yeah. of what it takes to, you know, dance, write, right. take a picture, whatever the case is. Creatives know the process. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, finding those older mentors would wow. be uh, what I would say. And ask your pastor, you know, maybe you're the older mentor. Maybe you need to start something for creatives. Right. Also, Axel Creative Co., Best thing I've ever tuned into, again, a branch of Mercy Culture out in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. And it is all about fostering creatives. I've never seen anything like it, where the creatives are so fostered and walking with the Lord and discipled on how to use their gifts. Um, And it is, a lot of the stuff they do is virtual. So maybe if you don't have that community, it's good to, you know, tune in. They do things once a month. Um, They have conferences once I think they had their first conference this year. I think it's supposed to be annually mm-hmm. and they had people come from different countries. Wow. Um because it is such a branch that is overlooked in the church.
0: Yeah, wow. I think I'm looking at like musicians, singers, yeah. photographers, mm-hmm. videographers,
1: fashion designers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I you know, the dancers and it, like to your point, the people that make the costumes for the dancers. Right. Sure. All this kind of stuff and there's a place in the kingdom for each and every one well, of you. I
2: mean, architects. True. Come on. You know, because, I mean, you know, you have those professional creatives. Right. That are that are in the kingdom as well. Sure. Often you overlooked. Know, and very much overlooked. And so it's interesting, man, because, like, if you look at a creative who actually is working in, in that industry that they're creative in, mm-hmm. I would imagine that they, too, are, you know... See, there's, there's different people as an intercessor, if I can just talk about being an intercessor for a half a second. Sure. As an intercessor, one of the things that the Lord told me many years ago, he said that, and it was about creatives, believe it or not, but I didn't understand it. he didn't use the term creative at the time. Mm-hmm. But he said, from a prayer perspective, one of the groups of people that you have to pray for almost as much as the pastor or the leader of a church are the creatives. He didn't use that word, though. He yeah. was talking about the singers, the musicians, because they're always coming under fire. Yeah. Yeah. are there's things always going on with them. And so I'm looking I'm thinking about that when you said that architects just just to name a few. Right. That would have to try to balance once again the idea of assignment, even if it's their own company they're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart. They're doing it to make money, to take care of themselves, take care of their family, so on and so forth. And yet at the same time, they are born again and they believe in our Jesus and, you know, and they're trying to balance that out. So that whole thing, man, of, of where do you find, I see that the, that the pastorate or the leadership, church leadership, local church leadership, you said it, has to do a much better job at at acknowledging, recognizing, and acknowledging, and then believing God themselves for what to do with all these creative people that are sitting because it's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's hard if you you know things are always going. And you said it earlier. People think you're a little, woo-hoo, you know, a little, little over there, right? But it's because it's 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 clicking yeah any little thing will you know spark something spark something right and so yeah i think we got to pray for the leaders as well to to be willing to acknowledge and recognize that that these people are very much a part of the kingdom and that they can't be strange if that's who god's made them I think (laughs) there's a a revelation that has to come that I should, I I, maybe I should not be calling them weird, odd, strange, because it is what God has created. And now I'm talking about what God has created. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And they're not like me, you know, and I've had pastors tell me you, you boy, you, you know, even as a pastor, as a young pastor, I've had other pastors tell me, you know, when you get up, you boy, you just really, you, things in a really different kind of way and sometimes it's scary and sometimes i'm not sure but <laughs> yeah, but the scary. people love you and and it's always full of god and uh, you know and i've, I've had pastors actually co- you know confess that to me mm-hmm. just me expressing as a younger pastor yeah so imagine these guys who are you know who are trying to take a picture under the anointing of the holy ghost yeah, trying to paint under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, yeah. trying to you know trying to draw out a building, and the Holy Spirit is sitting on them and guiding their fingers, and they're trying to write something, you know, and and not to be acknowledged. Yeah, yeah, shut you down.
0: Yeah, that's tough. One you of know? The, one of the guys that I think I showed you some of his work before Bruce, and I yes. never knew this about him. Yes, my good friend Lonnie. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, Lonnie is dope. Oh my God, Lonnie. I, I went on a hike with Lonnie. Uh, up Crowder's Mountain one time and Lonnie, if you're listening, I I don't think I've ever told you this, but I was just blown away by how he could capture something. And it was just on the iPhone camera. Yeah. And Lonnie would see something. We're walking together on the same trail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he just stops and he takes a picture of something. I'm like, I didn't even see that. Yeah. Right. And that's the one thing that amazes me about creatives, especially in photography and videography and yeah. that kind of stuff right. is you're able to capture something that no one else sees. Yes. And I'm, I'm just in awe of that because I see some of your pictures and I'm like, hey, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have seen that. Yeah. I would, I would have never thought to shoot it from this angle out, yeah. you yeah. know, how yeah. did you and know? And they have the, the gift sun? to yeah. frame it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. They frame it, man. I, you know. I just don't get it. But Lonnie is, he is incredible. Yeah. Um, When I went on his, Instagram page after that. And I looked at some of his nature photos. He's cold. able to capture God's creativity yeah. and the beauty of God's creativity in a way that God shows it to him. Yeah. Yes. But it's in a way that is beautiful to everyone that sees it. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just in all of that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I try my best to acknowledge the creatives and what they do. Great singers, great yeah. writers, yeah. you know, playwrights, whatever they are. Hey, right. you guys are doing a great job. I try to do that as much as I can because I understand that encouragement helps the fuel.
1: Let me say like re- revival needs creatives. It, it really, really does. Uh, you wonder why a generation has been lost, especially to Hollywood. Yeah. And uh, it's because a lot of creatives don't have a place to go. Right. You know, they, you know, they have these big gifts and there's not a place for them in the church to, to express. And, you know, a lot of them are immature some of them are immature Christians. Um, you know, I can't tell you how many celebrities we heard who come, co- you know, go in Christian and come out, you know, yeah. completely satanic.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Um, and, you know, that's something that the world unfortunately is doing better than the church right now is at right. least there's a place. Yeah. If you're young in the faith, a place is all you want right. and desire. Right. And so, you know, with the coming revival, the first nature of God is creative. That was yeah. the first thing he was introduced to us as creative. Right. So I think with revival, he will introduce himself again as the creator, Yeah. which That's means awesome. you're going to need creatives yeah. to express the heart of God.
2: Yeah. That's awesome, man. I love that. That's awesome. I love
0: it. And I think you're absolutely right. I will say, I'll ask this in closing. Is there anything specific that you want to pass on to the creatives, either some that are younger than you or some that are your contemporaries Anything that you see, uh, because I know you are prophetic, but anything that you see uh, that you want to share with them?
1: I think I just want to harp on the difference between producing and being creative. And that is creativity comes from nothing. Yeah. And comes from, or the inspiration of God. Yeah. And then when you create, there are aspects of God that come from you. You know, God created light on the first day. Mm hmm. That means an aspect of creativity is light into darkness. I would encourage you to study Genesis chapter 1 and look at all the days of creativity because you can break down what you're supposed to bring into the earth. He created yeah. life. That means yeah. your creativity should give life to people. Right. Right. Light, he separated right. um, the heavens and the earth. That means your uh, art might divide yeah. the heavens and the earth. Right. Yeah. Understanding what it means to be creative. Look through the, the Genesis story. Um, that's where it all started. That's where it'll all end. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> so um, look at that. And if your art is not bringing light, discerning of spirits, if it's not dividing the heavens from the earth, if it's not, then I would suggest you are probably in production mode. And that happens to every creative. Don't beat yourself up over it. Right. But spend time with the Father and start yeah. creating.
0: Wow. good deal. Love that. I'm Troy. I'm Bruce. I'm Jasmine. And we thank you so much for hanging out with us, and we hope to see you next time under the fig tree.